Good Monday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and welcome to Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us. It's a pleasure to connect with you guys through the I Love Seville Network, and today's show is presented by Yes Realty Partners, Keith and Yona Smith's company, Yes Realty Partners. Find them online at yesrealtypartners.com. Guys, trusted advisors in this game we call real estate. And, and on Real Talk, you know, you may hear data, stats about solds and coming on the markets and pendings and land use and commercial development. You may get an interview or two from fantastic agents and colleagues of Keith Smith. You may hear Keith Smith um, pontificate on where the market is going. You also get some chitter chatter on mice. That's why you love Real Talk with Keith Smith. Mice. It's the mice. Judah Wickhauer is the director. It's everything other than real estate. <laughs> Judah Wickhauer. Yeah, I think that's what makes well, it you. Was, uh, you know, it's it, it just look. We 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 started this. I think work. that's why people appreciate you. I, you know, look. I can look on the I'll look on the calendar. It'll tell you exactly what today is. Hang on one second. It's, what show number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today, hold on a second. Show four nineteen. Four hundred nineteen <laughs> shows. And you know. Um, I've gotten a lot. Oh, there you go. The, the police even like that. There we go. Which you probably want to talk a little bit about that later in the show. That's a bit scary. Uh, but look, uh, people, I think, watch and listen. And, and, and I bump into folks all the time, maybe at a bar, may not be at a bar. And they love the back and forth and they love the fun that we have. But mostly what they say is they love the interaction from the viewers and the listeners. So... Please do that. You know, we've got some awesome regulars, but, and throw, today kind of got, we're kind of, we're kind of winging it a little bit today. Maybe that's the wrong choice of words, but uh, since I had no internet, we got no slides, we got no data. I would love to do some case studies if somebody wants to throw a listing at my way and let's talk a, a little bit about it. But, um, you know, uh, <clears throat> I love doing this with you. I really do. Absolutely. Keith Smith of Yes Realty Partners. Bless. Wickhauer, let's rock and roll. So, Keith, you and Yona Smith own Yes Realty Partners. Your yeah. firm absolutely did some fantastic numbers last year. We did. We are now in the last Monday of January and 2023. Keith Smith, how's the market doing? So, great question, Jerry. As you know, I keep a track of week over weeks. Um, and I just did it really, really quickly just before the show. Um, so, this week versus last week, our pendings last week, uh, last year, our pendings are up 18%. So, in other words, we are 18% higher in homes going under contract this week versus the same week last year. But interesting, our our inventory is starting to drop a little bit, which is not a good sign. If you look in the buyers, uh, buy particularly, it's about down by 11%. So the market is what we've been talking about all the time. Um, it's all a matter of right location, price, features, and conditions. And if really the spring market sprung probably the first day of January. Um, and so if you're looking the list, Now's the time to do it. If you're looking to buy, it's now, now's the time to do it. I think the question is, you know, how come we are up week over week and if the interest rates are, are double in the pendings on that end of it? And I think people have worked through the interest rate band-aid getting ripped off. But we, uh, we, we're, we're personally, we're doing great. Companies doing great. Um, but, you know, 
inventory is is what we're going to be talking about for a long time. Your first sizzle reel is in the books right there, Judah, uh, Judah Woodcower. Let's mark that timestamp. Keith Smith, guys, co-owner and realtor at Yes Realty Partners. The spring market sprung at the start of the year. Inventory used to be a four-letter word on this program. Now we can't get around it. And I agree with you 100%. I think that's more than four letters. Isn't it? I, that's certainly more than four <laughs> letters. I meant the uh, metaphorical cuss Metaphorical four-letter words. Yeah. Um, we cannot get beyond the inventory shortage. What seems to be happening, however, is the marketplace is getting beyond the sticker shock of interest rates above 6%, Keith Smith. Yeah, so I, I think that's exactly what it is. And so I'm looking at the pendings for the last week. You know, <clears throat> the medium days on market were 17. But if you start going through and looking on the days on market, as we mentioned this a couple of shows ago, I mean, I'm scrolling through here. I've got 199, 129, 134 days, 152, 150. There's a lot of triple-digit days on markets there and a ton of of double digits up in the 40s, in the 50s, in the 60s, going up that And I think what's going to happen when we have this show the end of next month, well, hold it, yeah, end of February, um, you're going to start seeing those days on markets being more kind of consistent, right? The median days of, of uh, <clears throat> hold on one second, the median days of 17 kicks out the high and low. The average is 45, Right, because that takes the actual average over over them over them all. I think next this show next month we're going to be looking at that same week over week, and we're going to see the median and the average kind of close. So you, there, what what I think has been happening since January one. When I think I'm looking at it, what has happened since January number one? Everything that's been on the market since October, November, December has sold. The beginning of January. Not everything. I'm sure there's some other homes out there on market. But stuff that was sitting on the market for those three months are now starting to sell. I'm sure there was price adjustments in it, a couple other different factors in it. Holidays are over. I think the sticker shock of 6% to 7% mortgages have, have kind of settled in. And now you're seeing, you know, people having to buy homes. People need to buy. People need to sell. And it's, it's moving. But, you know, with only 47 units coming on the market in the last seven days, um, you know, that's, uh, that, that's not enough. That's not enough. Let's create the second sizzle reel right here, Judah Wickhauer. Keith Smith, Yes Realty Partners co-owner. What can get more inventory on this market. We see clearly the primary headwind is inventory. What can get more inventory on the market, Keith Smith? Well, other than these wands. Right. Um, you know, it, I, think the, I, think, I think the first thing is the confidence has to come back, right? Okay. So the confidence of... And I think you're starting to creep into that a little bit. The confidence of I can put my house on the market, get it sold. The, the data's proven that, right? They're moving quickly, assuming it's in the right location and it's the right price and the right features and the right condition. And the confidence of I can buy. That, that's that's going to be the big drag on inventory. You know, we got some great stuff running through uh, – 
the Albemarle County tomorrow. They're going to be talking about uh, builder incentives. We've got the flum. We've got the land use working through city of Charlottesville. There's a couple of projects coming up, you know, but confidence needs to get built for people that are in existing homes to sell them. If not, this is going to get tighter and tighter and tighter. So if you're ready to put your house on the market, now's a really darn good time to do it. Call Keith Smith if you want to do that. Yes, Royalty Partners. Do we think the inventory will actually come? Actually come. Let's welcome John Blair to the program, Mayor of McIntyre, Bill McChesney. Welcome to the program. Put your questions in the comment section. I'll relay them live on air. Do we think the inventory is actually going to come? If we are growing, if we're weeding through, an eight, we've got an 18% week-over-week increase. In other words, same week versus last year. I'm looking at pendings that are eating up all the multiple-digit day's inventory there's going to come a plateau and i think you're starting to see it a plateau where there's just there's there's not enough inventory period but what's going to happen is is the inventory that's been on the market is going to get eaten up and i think that's what you're going to start seeing i'm i'm trying to do the political answer on this a little bit but look the bottom line is um it's going to increase but man, it's going to be very minimal on it. Inventory is just going to be tight and continue to be tight. It's been tight for years. I, I just don't see it. Everybody expected 7% to shoot up inventory. It really didn't do it. Yeah. You got 11. Why, why would they expect 7% to shoot up inventory? Well, people would then just, just it's, that have been sitting on the sideline decide to sell because inventory comes up. It's the emotional factor of it, right? So that's generally what happens. Oh, my God, I've been waiting. We better do it before it gets to 8%, 10%, 12%, you know, that kind of thing. And it goes the same direction, right? As interest rates are, are dropping, I better buy before, you know, interest rates go back up or something along those lines. But they, they expected 7% interest rate to slow down sales, which it hasn't, and, and impact inventory, which I don't think it, it has. So, uh, you know, I, we, we, we talked about this most of last week. If, we, if Scott's right, Scott Morris is right, and we hit 4.5%, I think the inventory, I, I just... It's going to be meager. It's going to be bleak. Look, we're, we're... You got 11 homes on the market. I'm not counting paper houses, guys. Proposed construction. I'm not counting paper houses, which is proposed construction. 11 homes on the market in Forest Lakes. You have three homes on the market in... Four, excuse me, 11 homes on the market in Lake Monticello. Yeah, okay. Three okay. homes on the market in, in Lake Monticello. Uh, 11 homes on the market at Lake Monticello. Yeah. Three homes on the market at Forest Lakes. By the way, that 11 homes at Lake Monticello is a bit of an uptick. It was eight. eight last week. Last week. Yeah. We had a whopping uptick from... 8 to 11. So 11 out of 4,300 at the lake. Yeah, yeah. Forest Lakes is a massive community. In Forest Lakes, you have three homes on the market right now. Yeah. So go back to the... It's interesting. You and I were talking about that. Go back to the Lake Monticello numbers, uh-huh. um, which you're beating me to that, to that stats on that end of it. How many, how many of them are under 200? Not. Yeah. How many are under 300? The Lake Monticello, the, the time for Lake Monticello under 200 is, is gone. 
That's been gone for years. Gone for a long time. That's At Lake right. Monticello right now, you have two homes under 300K. Your colleague Donna Patton has one. Mm-hmm. At two hundred sixty-nine thousand nine hundred twelve Bernardsburg Road. Mm-hmm. Okay, you also have at Lake Monticello a second one under three hundred from Maggie, your colleague. Yeah. At twelve Maple Vale Drive. That's shout, it, Keith. Yeah. Shout out to Maggie. Because no, nobody else under three hundred. No other listing under three hundred. So you got two houses under under three hundred. Right. You got one at three hundred even, um, courtesy of your friend Yvette. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's got 10 Oak Terrace, 300K even. Everything else, Keith, you got Jefferson Drive at 650. You got, Amph- is it Amethyst? Amethyst. Amethyst at 375. Mm-hmm. You got Evergreen Lane at 375. That's exactly right. Ponderosa Lane at 595. Uh, yep, 595. That, that was a substantial drop, by the way. That started at 675. Yeah, price adjustment. Uh, that's, that's substantial. Price just modification. Throw, just, to throw, just to throw that out It there. was substantial. That was substantial. Out of the gates, maybe not the... Uh, we'll leave it alone. There it was a go. price modification. We'll put it that way. You got two under 300 and one at 300K even at Lake Monticello out of 4,300 homes. 11 active listings at Lake Monticello. Forest Lakes is even less. Three active listings at Forest Lakes. You want to target some of the upper end neighborhoods, some of the. Uh, t- well, let's let's stay on Lake Monticello, okay? Because because I'm now looking at my end of it. Sure. End of it. Um, in reality, we are at eight still, because um, I've got a coming soon. I'm showing ten, not 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 eleven, and one is inactive with the kickout. So that is on. Which one's that? 12 Maple Vale Drive. Okay. I'm looking at that one. Yeah. So for, the, for, for the, those who are not familiar with that, that means it's under contract with, with some sort of contingencies. So Keith and Jerry come in to buy it. They have to remove the contingency or we, we ended up buying it. Active with a kickout generally takes the home off the market. I will, I, and, and, and I would say so, right? We're, we're still at eight. Because you want to take the basically the active with the kickout. Because it generally takes it off the market. Once you start seeing yeah. active with the kickout, yeah. the second party is not going to get too deep in there because yeah. they're seeing scarlet lettered or or, or uh, potentially owned by somebody else. Yeah, it's just it's just a too difficult of a path. Right. And 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 you know why it really doesn't happen? The way it really doesn't happen if I'm helping you buy at Lake Monticello. And you have to wait seventy two hours to do that. And with eight homes on the market, you miss other opportunities, right? Because you're not going to put two contracts in and two houses, right? So I put a contract in and the active with the kickout and another one. All of a sudden, both get accepted. You're guess, in a tough spot. Guess what? You're buying two houses. So you know, more than likely, they generally will counsel folks. Well, let's look at something else first before we, you know, we do. Unless you're in love with it and it's the right location and you've got a bunch of cash and and you want to go ahead and do that. But in essence, we've got we've got eight homes. Um, on the market. Now, it's e- interesting. Uh, the median days on market are 36 at Lake Monticello, right? Which is kind of high, right? Compared to what it's been for a while. But if you start taking a look and what's skewing that a little bit, there's one that's on the market for 125, 125 days, 108 days, 82 days. So some of these, those are the ones that are making their price adjustments to it. Um, and, uh, so, you know, it's, it's, 
I really think you're going to start seeing this time, this time next week or this time the end of the month, all these 100-day homes in here. They'll get their prices adjusted. The way and they, sold. And sold. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll take it a step farther. We'll go to, uh, let's go to Glenmore. How many homes do you think are on the market in Glenmore? Non-paper houses. Am I supposed to look? Non-new construction. You want me to guess? You want me to guess? Roughly 850 so, homes in Glenmore. So I'm supposed to know what I'm doing here. So let's figure this out. I mean, you don't, you don't have to know how many active listings are in every neighborhood. Uh, I mean, that's very difficult, especially since you have a computer and you can check whenever you want. Here, we're just giving you a little trivia question mouse, on the fly. Unless the mouse. Unless, <laughs> right, right. You got in a tough spot this week, and the mouse ate yeah, your yeah, internet. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, and, and it was interesting. Uh, the mouse ate Keith's internet. This is like the dog ate my homework. No, the <laughs> mouse ate my internet. Literally, literally, the mouse ate my internet. Sorry, not prepared today. Mouse <laughs> ate my internet. <laughs> I like that. I gotta write that down. You're still doing a damn good job. I got, no, no, Next got, time you're in a predicament, the mouse ate my internet. I gotta write that down. I like <laughs> the that. The mouse ate my internet. That's 2023 for you right there. Hey. The mouse ate my internet. <laughs> no, that might that might be a description of uh, COVID. Uh, yeah, COVID. Yeah. Yeah. The mouse. I wrote it down. The mouse ate my internet. <laughs> I like that. Sorry, I'm not prepared for this meeting. I feel like you're going to hear that from Keith's. Mouse ate my internet. Did, no, I wrote it down. The, did this get in the Riz Media quote? Yeah. Mouse <laughs> <laughs> ate my internet. <laughs> you better be careful because they made me watch it. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. The mouse ate my internet. Yeah. You so got one home on the market in Farmington. You got two homes on the market in Glenmore. I, I, w- I was going to say less than five. You got one home on the market in Keswick not, Estates. And those are not paper houses, right? Uh, there's only two in Glenmore that are not paper houses. Keswick Estates, only one home on the market. Yeah. Farmington, only one home on the market. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's, it's, it, it goes back to... I guess the reason I highlighted those neighborhoods, we're showing all levels of spectrum. You know? All levels of price point. Ednam Forest, no homes on the market. Yeah, but Ednam for, Forest... Those is, trade quickly. Yeah, that, that's a... Um, a, an animal unto itself. It's yeah. kind of like Farmington, right? It's those, just, those trade in the neighborhood walks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they either don't hit the market, as you mentioned. You mean by neighborhood walks? Like yeah. people walk the neighborhood. Yeah, they don't even go on the market. It's yeah. friends doing deals. Yeah. So, <clears throat> look. Um, this worries me. Well, so maybe this is profound. Maybe it's not. Um, so. Why this whole conversation we're having matter, right? Why does all this matter? Why does, why does getting a trusted advisor to help you through the transaction matter? And the, the reason it matters is a couple of years ago, you know, frankly, if you had a pulse, you could do this, right? It, it happened. It was, it was happening at such a phoretic Phonetic? Phoretic? Frenetic. Frenetic. Frenetic? Yeah, frenetic, frenetic pace. Was that F-R-E-N-T-I-C. Frene- don't real this one. Frenetic. There's frenetic. an E after the N. Oh, I missed an E. Thank you, Judah. Judah, keep it on. Judah Wickhauer doing a great job. Thank you, Judah. At a, at a hurried... Frenetic. At a hur- I was trying to be fancy and use a big word. Stuff is happening quickly. At a hurried, hurried <laughs> pace. Stuff is happening quickly. Hurried pace. The mouse ain't my internet. The mouse ain't my internet, damn it. The mouse ain't my internet, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> damn it. The mouse ain't my internet. I, I think I see a meme there. I think mouse, I see a meme somewhere there. Mouse ate my internet. I got to look where that Neil up. Williamson is putting a meme together. Yeah, I would imagine he would be with my face and a mouse. So this is why you need a trusted advisor. This is why, you know, 
the partners on our partner tabs for Real Talk with, with Keith Smith is so important. You need to get through, get through this. You know, all the conversations I'm having with agents or other agents, our agents or other agents, is there are, there are situations that are popping up now that never happened two years ago. And what I mean by that was they were just glossed over and people closed. Now people are going, hey, let me get a survey, right? Let me do a home inspection, right? We're back to some normalcy and stuff is, is popping back up. You know, like, oops, the garage that I own is not actually on my house. It's on, on my property. It's on somebody else's property. <laughs> you know this person. That may or may not have happened to me. Or it may not have happened to me currently. Well, no, not you personally. No. Someone you're working alongside and offering yeah. counsel for. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you... One thing you've always told me... Get a damn survey. Get a survey done. You wouldn't have made that mistake with your residence. No. You no, say no. pay the cost to get a survey done. You've taught me that. Get a, get a physical. If you do not have a stamped physical survey that is recent. It's worth the cost. It is absolutely worth the cost. You should negotiate it on the deal, right? Right. So, so that's back to the skills that you need. Trusted and, advisor. And all that kind of stuff. Trusted advisor. You want to try to get the other side to, to pay for that. But, you know, uh, always get... A physical survey. You should relay the story to them again. Yeah. Kenneth Young, welcome to the program. Neil Williamson, hello. Kevin yeah. Yancey, hello. So why you need a trusted advisor and why you why normalcy matters. Um, there was a transaction. There's multiple. It's a, it's a domino deal. There's one, two, three, four deals all tied together. No. Oh, yeah, sure. Good. Of course there is, right? Of course there is. Of course there is. Of course there is. Right. Murphy's Law. Right. Of course, of course there is. Not just one little... The mouse ain't my internet. <laughs> the mouse ain't my freaking internet. Four deals are tied to this damn garage? Oh, yeah. yeah. So you got four deals. All It's a domino deal. So if one falls apart, four of them fall apart all together simultaneously. So what happened was, is uh, back to the whole trusted advisor kind of thing, um, we've got the phone call, hey, we'd like you to list your house. Yada, yada, yada. Um, <clears throat> and I always do a, a GIS search, which GIS, which is, you know, the county tax base, for those who don't know, the tax internet, you know, you can look at your tax rate, where your, where your property is, boundary lines, so forth and so on. Historically is wrong, right? So, you know, where the lines are versus the house is not right. But this thing, when I looked at it, I went, whoa, this is substantially off. Mr. and Mrs. Seller, do you have a recent physical survey? No. Well, we need to get one. So we ordered one. How much does that cost? Uh, Albemarle County, uh, multiple acres. Um, well, this one was a little expensive because we got, we got a hiccup. But figure somewhere between 1500 and 2000 bucks is roughly the, the cost for a physical survey. Do you know the difference between a regular survey and a physical survey? You're going to tell us. Tell us. The difference between a regular survey and a physical survey, uh, you know, or let me rephrase that. The difference between locating the corners, right, which some people think is a survey, and a physical survey is this. Locating the corners is exactly what that is. The corners are located, right? A physical survey is what the surveyor does. He digs, he or she digs up all the... Uh, uh, deeded restrictions, you know, easements, utility easements, and then they physically go out to the parcel and they shoot everything. In other words, with their transits, they shoot all the buildings. In this particular case, it came back 
and their garage that they thought was on their property, detached garage, they thought was on their property was actually on somebody else's property. So I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week. And Absolutely. I'm, and I'm probably more lucky than good. Often. Uh, regularly. 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 <laughs> no, look at Yoda. You Reg- got Regularly. <laughs> regularly. Regularly. But as it turns Keith out. Keith Smith is one of the luckiest people I know. You I, know that too. Except when I bet Neil. So. <laughs> yeah, but I think most of the times, let's cut to the chase. Most of the times you're doing those bets for the sake of a talk show. Don't give me talk up. Show Don't give me up. Don't give me up. Still. I mean, you're losing the bets. I would. I am gladly. I know you would. I am ecstatically will we'll lose this bet. I've been practicing Vote practicing. You my, got the Clippers over there. I, I brought them home. Oh, you brought I've them. Been, home. I've been. Pra- I've been. I haven't turned them on. I've just been practicing. This is the first actual prop Keith has brought home, as opposed to leaving on our set. I know there's so many props on your side of the table. Would we have people like the mayor or supervisors or people from the police sit on that chair? They're like, now what's this shit? What is that? <laughs> whoops, whoops. What's this stuff for? They're like, what is so, all this stuff? So, look, to, to finish the story, lucky. <laughs> I'd rather be lucky than good, right? I, I couldn't have scripted this any better. The buyer mm-hmm. is related to the property owner that the shed is sitting on. No way. I swear to God. What are the odds of that? Like that I certainly said, helped. I would rather, well... Eh. Look at the family dynamic. Yeah. I know you can't go too deep into yeah, this. Yeah, I can't. I yeah. can't. But... Um, I mean, at least there's a line of communication there. The, yes. The, the path is much easier that way. Yeah. Yeah. As but, opposed to a stranger in a different state. Uh, correct. You can't find them. Yeah, but you can't find them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that'd be worse. So I, 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 I you know, we're... we're um, Knock on for Micah, right? That's for Micah. Hey, what is this? You know the woods better than I do. What kind of our this conference is not table? Wood. This what is, is not, this? It's laminate. Oh, it's laminate. This is fake. This the is, side is wood. The side is like, wood, but this is plastic. Okay, this is laminate. You know how to know? You know how to tell that, right? How it sounds? Well, when first of all, first of all, you can tell by it's scrunch- shiny. It's plastic. You can't. But you pull up that little. You insert, can't. You know, dig into it. Pull up that insert there in the middle of the table. Yeah, and you'll, you'll tell. And you'll see the lamp. You'll see. The lamp Questions lamp. and comments coming in fast and furious. Good. Thank you for saving me. Uh, <laughs> Meredith Young, uh, she's Keller Williams Realtor. There, hey. she says. I think there's one in Glenmore. Actually, two, two. Um, the two are thirty-two nineteen Darby Road, and the second one is eleven thirty-two Cambridge Hill Lane. Both active right now and not paper houses in Glenmore. Carol Thorpe, hey, here's Carol. a good opportunity for you and Yona Smith here. Yeah. Carol Thorpe is the queen of Jack Jewett. Yeah. She says, Jerry, after two years, our relative whom we were allowing to live in my late mother-in-law's house at Mill Creek mm-hmm. is finally vacant. Oh. It just reassessed at 340000 and we are ready to find a trusted advisor to fix it up a little and get it on the market. We have never sold a home before. How many advisors should we interview and what should we be looking for in choosing the one? Mill Creek listing, Carol Thorpe. Her, Carol and her husband very kindly let one of her family members live in this Mill Creek house, yeah. which is Avon Extended. The family members moved out. And they're ready to sell the house. So the first question, the answer to the first question is there's a ton of trusted advisors out there. We would love the opportunity to sit down and talk 
talk to you, have a cup of coffee, meet at uh, the kitchen table. I prefer to meet at the property. Um, uh, we've got, you know, ISC can help. We've got a list of trusted advisors that can help, um, you know, spruce the home up. Plus, Emily is a uh, certified interior decorator. In Emily our, Funk on the Yes Realty Partners team. In our office, so we can bring and go and take a look at it. But th- there's a ton of, tr- ton of trusted real estate advisors you, you can reach out to. And I would... I would do the same thing as you would do anything, call a couple of folks in, see where the relationship fit really is, Um, because everybody should be giving you the same data on it. on it, it's a matter of what what relationships put together. To go backwards, Carol, um, uh, that property was, if I got this right, was owned by you. You kept ownership of it and then let a family member stay in That's it? correct. Okay, they can go. So we didn't, it was not classified as an investment property. We want to make sure that that question gets asked. Because if it is, then we got a different path to go with it. But if it's the way we're talking about it, then we should be good because we don't want to start dealing with capital gains or anything along along those lines on that end of it. But yeah, so uh, love to sit down and chat. Love to sit down and see what we can do to help. And if not, reach out to a bunch, uh, you know, a bunch of other folks that you may know. In this Carol, state. I tagged Keith Smith and Jonas Smith in that comment. Um, and I responded that I very much suggest these two um, as your trusted advisors because they're honest, kind, and hardworking. And I've seen it firsthand um, with friends and colleagues. That's Charlottesville's finest. No. That's the fire truck. That's not finest. That was the fire. Oh, what's the... Come on. Charlottesville's... Bravest. Charlottesville's bravest. So fire, fire department is always bravest. Police department is the finest. finest. Sorry. Charlottesville's bravest just drove by. Um, so I, I only know that because I'm the son of a... You're a son of a New York City fireman. I'm a son, grand, grandson, great-grandson of New York City fireman. I respect that. Um, and that was may or may not have been beaten into your head. I'm sure it was. Yeah. I've seen Pop. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I, I love you, Pop. I, I love him. you too, Tina. I saw him yesterday. How's Pop doing? They're doing great. They're yeah. doing great. They um, they were having problems FaceTiming with my gra- uh, our youngest daughter and granddaughter out in Seattle. So I get the phone calls from all my daughters. All your daughters, you have two. Yeah. You have two daughters. Well, I have, those are the two biological daughters. Okay. <laughs> but I have... <laughs> I have like Kelsey Schlein. Oh, is it, I have other friend of the family that I you're have, calling a daughter. I, I wasn't friend, sure where you were going with this. I have <laughs> young women who grew up with my young women that I of course. call other daughters. I mean, so in they were, way, in a lot of ways, Scott is like that for you. Oh yeah, um, I've known Scott since he was a wee, a wee lad. Ten, twelve. <laughs> So that was like last week, right? <laughs> <laughs> Scott Morris, are you watching? Sorry, man. And condolences to Scott, by the way. Oh, yeah, he lost his dog. Yeah, Scott, that dog was adorable. Yeah, condolences. We love you, Scotty Mo. Yeah, yeah. Sincerely, Scott Morris, I sincerely that's a, mean that, homie. That's a, that's a tough loss. Um, but anyway, so my, do- my actual daughters and my proverbial daughter, family members were calling me all day long. Get over there and fix it. So my mother. Well, how, do you, how did you fix the FaceTime? So the problem, the problem was that the phone my mother was using was very old, and the front-facing camera died. Ah. So that was the problem. That's so going to hurt FaceTime. That's going to hurt FaceTime yeah. a little bit. That's going to hurt FaceTime. But it took a while to explain why. Um, and I said, look, you know, we bought you this brand-new iPad for Christmas, so 
used the iPad, and that's what that's what they pivoted to. That's great. iPad's a great gift. I gave the iPad to uh, my parents. So um, the the real quick, a little live stuff. The subdivision was it Mill Creek? We were we were uh, Mill about? Creek. Yeah, and Carol says the house was an inheritance. We don't have a penny invested into it, and we own it free and clear. Good. Good. We're ready to sell it. Good. So one of the things. Good thing, job, Carol. Good night. Good, good, and good. Mr. Thorpe. And, and Matthew. I haven't forgotten about you either, Matthew. And so one of the first questions we might want to chat about is, um, uh, you know, we probably got to take a look at the legal end, the, how it was gifted and all that stuff, and talk to your CPA because we just want to make sure you're not in any tax liabilities. But that's, that's the first question I'd start asking around on if i sell this you know how does this impact me you want to take a quick little snapshot at mill creek yeah so i i was um just doing that real quick as as you were talking just get like, out of town carol thorpe you're not going to believe this i'm typing in mill creek into the mls right now what do you come what'd you come up with? how many homes are on the market in mill creek right now there are zero carol thorpe but guess what you have a phenomenal time to list your house right now there are literally zero homes on the market in mill creek and that's two, a fantastic neighborhood two pending two pending no actives sorry there's no actives right now. No actives. Two pendings. Um, That's a fantastic neighborhood. Yeah, I like Mill Creek. A That's lot. close to everything. Yeah. Interstate, Wegmans, high school, elementary school, great family neighborhood, walking trails. So the two the two units that are in pending right now are on Spring Mountain Road and Bryan Court. Um, so the average between the two is because uh, there's only two they can't do a median because you only got two uh three bedrooms 2.5 baths night look that's interesting 1981 a- 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 average square footage um interesting back to my comment. The average square feet uh in mill creek for a home is 1981 square feet that's just for those two oh pending. for those two gotcha those two is pending but interesting back to my point yeah that i was making earlier and, and carol thank you for making the show better um, That's what I said in my comments, too. I like that. <laughs> Great minds think alike. You know, Carol any- Thorpe routinely makes the show better. I love Carol Thorpe. So, She's awesome. So, She's come on the show before. Oh, cool. Yeah. I was, now I lost it. Oh, sorry. I'm catering to your ADD, <laughs> your ADHD. Got it. I'm back. You're, okay. I'm He's back. back. He's back. So the DOMs were, were very interesting. Back to my comment about these eating through these triple digits. Okay. Um, 177 days. So both of those units, homes, where one was on the market for 172, the other for 182. So the average, obviously, is is that. Let's do, hold on, let me take a look at something here quick. Let's see when these went under contract. Uh, Jason Howard, I'll get to your comments here in a matter of moments. So one of them, the the Spring Mountain Road went under contract. Uh, hold on a second here. I'll do this. December 20th. So that that's you know pretty much in the Christmas week period, uh, and then the Brian Court one went under contract one six. So while you're chatting, I'm going to go see what's what closed in Mill Creek in the last thirty days. Let's see what Jason that Howard, like. the king of Rio Road, said. The mouse ate the internet. The mouse ate the internet. Maybe Keith's 2023 budget could include a line item for a hotspot. So. You got the hotspots on your phone. I learned something. Did you use it? Yes, but okay. there's a limit to how much you can use. Well, it depends on your plan. I have 
Well, we have unlimited hotspot with our family plan. So why we bought the unlimited hotspot? So I got unlimited data. Then you probably have unlimited hotspot. Well, it showed up on me, said I was about ready to use up my month's worth of... Are you Verizon? uh, Well, let's put it this way. I started with Nextel, which went Sprint. Now is T-Mobile, I think. T-Mobile is Sprint now? Yeah. Okay. Um, Haven't haven't moved the plan... Because you got a grandfathered plan, and that's uh, probably I, amazing. I'm paying like, yeah. like think forty bucks a month for everything. I think it's a setting thing I had on my phone. We well, use hot the hotspot for why the unlimited hotspot's good for our family and I. Is when we drive from Charlottesville to Long Island. Long, no, you didn't say that right. Long Island. No. How do you say? It? You got to swallow. Long. long. You got to. got to swallow. It I got to choke on some phlegm. They got to choke on some phlegm. When we head to Long Island to visit the grandparents, we turn the hotspot on, and our oldest in the back seat is on the iPad, which is good for sanity for mommy and daddy while driving twelve hours. Sometimes we can do it in seven. Sometimes it takes thirteen. That's Long Island for you. Here, I'll kill. I'll offer Neil Williams take as you look at Mill Creek for Carol Thorpe. Or kill some time while Smith is thinking, right? No, I mean you got Carol Thorpe looking to sell a house. No, here. no, no. So um, real quick. Uh, so the only there's only one unit that's sold, actually closed in the first thirty days of January, and that was uh, seventeen seventy three Stony Creek Drive. Close sale price was four twenty. You got to assess that three forty. Sixteen hundred, sixteen hundred square feet. Neil Williamson says this. Almar, and he's the president of the Free Enterprise Forum. Neil Williamson. He's the content slinger, the king of content. I thought we spoke. He anyway. Thought we supposed to call him Captain America or something. I call him the king of content. There you go. He says this, Albaro County's discussion of affordable housing incentives is this Wednesday. Uh, My initial read is the proposed incentives are too small to make a difference and will result in more projects moving forward by right, which is further tightening inventory. He says, expand the development areas ASAP. Content slinger, more housing everywhere for everyone. I added that one, you. To kind of go down that rabbit hole with Neil a little bit. I'm going to ask a question. Neil, were you invited to the table to discuss this incentives? I can tell you the Regional Housing Partnership was not invited to the table. Well, who would invite them? The Board of Supervisors? Uh, My suspicion is staff, whoever's running it at at the county level. Um, to the best of my knowledge, there if there was, it was very limited involvement of the private sector. I Let mean, me ask you this. Neil, Neil can fill, you know, <coughs> Neil can fill, and I will know a lot more. On Wednesday. Uh, on Wednesday, because yeah. I'll, I'll be doing a presentation with Ned, which is really weird, because Ned Galloway's got to come off of the. Yeah, is that how it works? He's, oh, absolutely. He'll, on the road show, he's going to come off the dais. He's got to come off the dais. Come behind the podium. Behind the podium. Stand next to you. Stand next to me. And then talk to the board. And talk to the board. While standing next to you. While standing next to me. Okay. That literally is how it happens. That is exactly how it happens. Let me ask you this question. Neil, this question's for you as well. If county staff does not invite the Regional Housing Partnership or Neil Williamson as a sounding board as a part of the discussion through this, can the board then say to county staff, I want these people in the mix? The board can say whatever. That's what I'm saying. Whatever it wants to. Because they're the, they're, they're the authority. 
Yeah. Could the board not just say, get involved? Yes. The, the board could, could direct the county administrator to direct staff to do that. I, I, you know, the board can't directly direct staff below the county administrator. And, the, and again, Neil, if I'm off base, fix me on this you know that that's how that pro that's how that works in that end of it um my suspicion what is going to happen is um they're going to approve it whatever it is just to get something in the books it's been two years in the making the affordable housing plan that the county adopted was two years ago so the incentive plan has been in the works since then and look, it's not very difficult, right? We've, we, we just spent a couple minutes here. We're helping Carol Thorpe live um, look at something at Mill Creek, which has zero on the market. I'm taking a look at as we're chatting. Uh, she says the beauty is since this is not connected to our primary residence, we have the luxury of patience to maximize timing. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I would think from a timing standpoint, you're the expert over here. I just have a microphone. When there's no homes on the market yeah, in the yeah, neighborhood, yeah. this timing can't be better. Yeah, so we talk about it all the time, right? Here's a sizzle reel. What's the six things, right? The six things is location. Mill Creek is in a freaking perfect location. Pricing, it'll get priced, right? It's fantastic price. Um, the condition, I'm sure, is in great shape. The features, I know, are in great shape on, on the end of it. Timing is what we're talking about. Timing is everything. I mean, because right now rates are going down and you have no competition in the neighborhood. I, I just pulled what's sold in Mill Creek in the last 90 days. There's only three transactions that have closed in the last 90 days. And at the median sales price of... Um, 420. I don't know what the, hang on one second here. Uh, the square footage is 16, 1700 square feet, three bedrooms, two baths. They, they were a little, they've, they've, in the last 90 days, they've been a little long on the tooth on days on market. And I think that's because, you know, we, we you know, we were in that holiday yeah. period, but they were. It's they, the holiday hangover. Yeah, the holiday hangover. But they were. You know, there's three that's closed. There was the two we talked about that was 148 days and 121 days. But there was one that was two days, which is on Timber Branch Court. And, yeah, so that that went under contract. That went under contract on 1121 and closed on 1221 on that end of it. So, it, you know, it, it stayed on the market. Let me see. What was it? 440? 1,600 square feet. I mean, depending what unit we're talking about, we just did your comp live. Yeah. Because that's, that's probably the number you need to be at. What's the, what's the number? Uh, probably 440, somewhere in that range, plus or minus. That's a nice little payday. And the reason you, I folks. know that is it didn't, the price didn't adjust. It, from the original list price to the sales price, it was flat. Uh, don't know if there was any seller concessions. No, no seller concessions. Uh, I'm sorry. I take that back. There was a uh, seller uh, seller concession of ten thousand uh, bucks, which means that the seller helped with closing costs. So in reality, just to put it in perspective, it sold for four thirty to the seller. It sold for four thirty. What the 
what the seller did was give the buyer $10,000 for, for closing costs and yada, yada, yada. Bill McChesney says, Carol, there will probably be estate settlement fees and property transfer charges on it. Yeah, that's, that's why we would want to make sure we look. Get the, your tax professional on it. Yeah, so I, when we sit down with somebody who's going to list something, we have a spreadsheet that's a um, seller concession, excuse me, a seller net proceed sheet. So it's an actual work workbook, worksheet, where we start off, okay, this is what we think we're going to sell it. If you owe anything to the bank, closing costs, so forth and so on, we roll that into it and it gives you what your net proceeds is. But to be honest with you, um, if the house is in good condition, which I'm sure it is, it's in, and it's ready to go, I'd put this on the market now. Because, look, we're dropping an in inventory. Let's assume... We're wrong. An inventory picks up in June or May. Then you're competing. Then you have more competition. you got more competition. Right yeah. now, you've got zero competitions. Now's the time to do it. Uh, zero homes on the market in Redfields, yeah. another popular neighborhood in yeah. Southside Charlottesville. Zero homes on the market in Whittington, another popular Southside neighborhood. I mean, you pick a neighborhood in this town and in Central Virginia, and you're going to struggle to find inventory in it. So now's the time to sell. It really is. Um, but, and you it know, speaks to your point, seller's market. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, don't, I do not see the swing going, to, going away from the, the seller's market. Certain homes that, again, to go back to my – actually, I didn't finish my sixth one before, which was who's on the other side matters. But, you know, if you don't hit these first four of what I've been talking about forever – you know, if you're not in the right location, it doesn't matter the price, it doesn't matter the feature, it doesn't matter the condition, it's going to be a hard sell. So you're going to have to work with those three to offset the, the, the location because you can't pick the house up and move it. Right. Four right. homes on the market in Belmont, those four homes range in price from 350 to 625 Yeah. They range in size, get this, from 1,000 square feet to 2,200 square feet. Yeah, I think one of them has been on the house on the pro, on the market for quite some time. And it's if it's the one, I'm not looking at it. It needs some love. If it's the one I think it is, um, it's overpriced. It, again, it might be in the right location, but the price is not right based on the features and the condition. You know, if the price would, they would either change the features or the condition, they would get the price they've got listed, or they've got to lower the price somebody to go in there and take care and to, of the to make some money yeah well what do you think it's just not making some money it's it's the same conversation i have i'm gonna one o'clock have with the kids today with my uh, daughter and son-in-law out there you know it's great you can maybe find a house that we can use scott's 10 30 whatever not 502 or 503 whatever his renovation loan is i forget the numbers on it but i've done some calculations on the markets that they're going to they want to be in and if you're buying something for five to seven hundred thousand and you got to put two three hundred grand into it to get what you want you now just overpriced yourself from that market and it's going to take you forever to recover that money uh carol said thank you gentlemen i'll be in touch with keith very thank soon thank you my pleasure help L- love to help you any way i can uh, more comments coming in fast and furious this one from the mayor of waynesboro if you take lake monticello out of the mix how many homes are on the market in Fluvanna County? Well, we can do that. 
Fine, sir. Um, I will need a minute or two to go ahead and and change some stuff a little bit around. But we will we will do that. There's not that many. Let's put that let's put it that way. Um, on the market in Fluvanna County, we encourage everyone to visit RealTalkWithKeepSmith.com. Well, so the the sold data and the lit, the previous data is on it, not the current active active data on that. Uh, but so I have to actually exclude Lake Monticello. RealTalkWithKeepSmith.com. Click the Partners tab. You'll see Trusted Advisors, Interstate Service Company, a home's best friend, one of our partners, ISC, family-owned and operated interstate service company comments in the feed i will relay them live on air comments in the feed so um interesting there's there's uh more available outside of lake monticello you've got 18 so, 18 in fluvanna county so not including lake monticello correct i've excluded lake monticello uh from the from the search on that net. so this is all active detached there is no attached in Fulvana County anyway. Uh, and what I do is I exclude Lake Monticello. So there's 18. And then the next step you would ask is, which I haven't done yet, well, if I go ahead and say I don't want any homeowners associations, right, how many of them are left? But at the moment, we've got 18 where medium sales price is, list price, excuse me, is 378. Um, average is 429. So there's there's some in the nine, some in the low 159, which is on Antioch Road, so that's out out in the county. Uh, but there's one 159 in Antioch Road. Then there's one on Cedar Lane Road for 249. There's one on Tapscott Road. This is all around the Scottsville area, 275. James Madison, 287, which I believe is around Fork Union on it. But then we then we climb on the fifth one. The 299.9, let's call it 300, which again is on Tapscott Road on that end of it, on, on that end of the county. But um, yeah, it's uh, 18 of them. That's not much. That is not much at all. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. 100. Lord and Keswick, welcome to the program. Thank you kindly for joining us. I am going to see if there is any associations how many clients come to you and say i don't want any hoa dues how often does that happen quite quite often the reason i wanted to look it up uh can't talk and do that at the same time even if i had chewing gum it would be you can do that you're pretty you're pretty versatile i'd say you're versatile hold on a second (laughs) (laughs) what did he pat his head and stomp his (laughs) i can do it uh, <laughs> oh, it's so funny that you just did that. I do that too. <laughs> I think I was talking with my four-year-old. Look, look at this. Did I can do it with my left leg. <laughs> I literally talked about this with our kid. Hold it. Hold watch that. Watch, watch this. Right jump. leg, right leg, left hand. <laughs> I had this conversation with my four-year-old like three days ago. That's why I'm laughing. I find it. I find it endearing. Yeah. 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 Well. Left leg, right hand. <laughs> All righty. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so that's not a, that, that is a common request. And it's hard to find. That doesn't have some sort of covenants and restrictions or some sort of HOA. So you ask me, what's the difference between covenants and restrictions and HOA? HOAs are, you know, an actual homeowners associations. Covenants and restrictions, you and I can get together, develop, um, a section of property divided into lots 
even make the road built to VDOT specifications so VDOT takes it over, but we create covenants and restrictions and generally generally they they tie to this to the county rules, you know. But you can have covenants and restrictions in a rural subdivision that says you can't have chickens. That's not an uncommon uncommon. That's not thing. gonna work for Scotty Moe. God love his chickens, huh? Scott man loves his chickens, Scotty Moe. Yeah, so you know that's that's uh, that was fun. So let's see. I'm going to try to add customers. I mean, it is shocking how little inventory is on the market right now. Yep. Have you? When is the last time Stephanie Wells Rhodes? Welcome to the program, hey, Stephanie, Stephanie. I hope you enjoyed that trip to Williamsburg. You are a plus people, Stephanie Wells Rhodes. Uh, when have you seen the inventory this meager? Yeah. So um, I haven't. Is this the most meager inventory you've seen in how long? Jennifer Morris, hello, and, and welcome and the to the program. And the reason why I keep on using Lake Monticello. Well, I mean, it's a great barometer. It's got 4,300-plus homes. It's I've got lived, a good price point, and you know the market. And I've lived there for, since 87, Yeah, right? you know it. And, and you can go and do that. And that's, you know, historically. I think that is a great barometer for the Central Virginia market. I, I, that's, the reason I keep on, I, that's the reason I keep on going there. Because it's got an array of price points. And you know it. So the rule of thumb used, used to be, you know, on average, you'd be looking at about 1%, right? It's kind of like the floor. It was for years after years. So what I mean by 1%, 1% of the homes that are built in there. So right now it's 4,300. 1% is 43, right? So we're, we're at, as far as the way I slice it, 8 and I got my ADD kicked in about slices. I got to go back to that in a minute. I'm going to try to make a mental <laughs> note of that. Um, but try to slice it is eight. So that's not even, I don't know, what is that of, what is, what is eight of 4,300 percentage wise? Oh my gosh. Right. If 1% is 43, a half a percent is 21 and a half. Let's call it 20 for simple math. I mean, that's under half a point. What is that? No, no, that's, that's under a, that's under is a, that, is that, Zero. It's under a quarter. That's what I'm saying. Is that zero point zero zero two five? Remember, I know that it's left leg. Right. No, seriously, that is yeah. red, that's meager. Yeah, yeah. So, so if the benchmark of the kind of normal churning market, and this is a great question to ask, like Maggie Gunnels and some of uh, and and uh, Christy Beck, if you want to tag them on that on that end of it, is is you know what is the normal inventory at Lake Monticello? They're, they're pros; they will know that just as well. Yeah, as, I mean, you're a pro as well as well as I do. Yeah, but they, but they're in the marketplace also. It, you know, it's it's one percent. Now there were years I remember when I first moved into Lake Monticello, and I've told this more than once. There was 600 houses built. This was in 87, and 300 of them were on the market. Jason Howard just did the math for us. Two-tenths of 1%. So if we had a ruler, there would be a lot of those little, only a couple of those very little lines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that translates. I got a ruler. I can do that. <laughs> I don't think that translates. I know that. I'm just trying to. Yeah, you're making I'm, jokes for the sake of a talk. I'm making, I, I wasn't I'm, sure if you were serious there. Jason Howard says two-tenths of 1% two currently of 1%. active at Lake Monticello. Yeah. Two-tenths. Think 1%. about that, people. Two-tenths. Is 1%. this the least amount of inventory you've seen since you've been in real estate since 1987? 
I have, yeah. Since 1987, And that's what right? I'm trying to tell you. I the lowest amount you've ever seen? This is the lowest amount I've ever seen. Is that true? Yeah, it is true, right? Because we, we thought last year when it was, in again, focusing on Lake Monticello, right? We sat here in front of these mics and these cameras going, yeah, this was the bottom. It's only going to get better. Get up. We're exactly where we were this time last year. We were in low single digits inventory last year, Lake Monticello, just picking Lake Monticello. It has not gotten better. Back to Carol or whoever wants to put the house on the market. If you are ready to sell and move, do it. now's time to do it. Because what's probably going to happen here is much like, um, much like um, everybody wants to redefine what a recession is, right? You want to plug in on this one, Judah? You, I know you're passionate about this whole redefinition of, of – Oh. Lee Elberson also chiming in on LinkedIn about 0.2%. Thank you, Lee. And he says, y'all are having way too much fun on a Monday morning. Lee Elberson, I love you, homie. Lee Elberson, I enjoyed meeting your mother, Cindy, here in the studio, and your aunt. They were a hoot. Lee Elberson. Well, you know, Lee's a brother Marine. Happens to be a really smart brother Marine. Which, oh, which lovely Elberson. Which, you know, sometimes don't go together. But anyway... <laughs> But he, he's, uh, he's an outstanding. And thank you for doing the math, Lee, and keeping everybody on the straight and, straight and narrow on that end of it. But look, the, the, where were we at? I lost it. Bring, bring it back. I forgot what the hell I was talking about. You're talking about how this is the least amount of inventory got it, got it, got it. you've thank ever you. seen you. in your life since you got into real estate in 1987. This, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it. Like, there you go. I came back. We were talking about, i got to go back to the slice thing. We were talking about, and the question is, Lee, chime in. Why does everybody compare everything to sliced bread, right? Hmm. You know, an, inv- you know, an, an invention, you know, the best thing since sliced, sliced That's bread. That's a good question. Right? You know, just popped, into, question. popped into my little, my little brain. Gary Palmer, hello. Give Gary Palmer some props. Hey, Gary, going to give you some love, buddy, some props. Yeah. Gary Palmer, welcome to the program. Outstanding Thank you for individual. The show. Um, back to the whole trusted advisor thing. There's a perfect name for it, for that. State so, Farms. Yep, yep. Gary Palmer. Yep. Just a uh, uh, trusted advisor. Reach out to them if you've got any tech, um, State Farm or insurance issues. Talk about State Farm. What great commercials, huh? Sounds <laughs> like you need to reach out to Gary Palmer yourself. Okay, I will reach out to Gary Palmer myself. There you go. You know something I don't know, but okay, I will. But look, the, the, the reality of it is, and get Smith back on track here, is we were talking... That's my number one job, by the way. Have fun, keep Smith on track. That's what I've been told. I feel like I do a pretty good job. Huh? It's, I think it's in the contract, actually. Yeah. Keep Smith on track. Keep Smith on track. Uh, we, no, seriously, though, when we, if you go back and look at the tape, I probably made a prediction of some sort that's saying this was the lowest inventory, it's only going to go up from here. And that's the reason why I've been looking at these week-over-weeks via, you know, I take the screenshots and you've taught me how to figure this out on this stuff. And I go back and look at it and we are not seeing an increase of inventory. We are looking at, if not the same amount of inventory, maybe a little less. You know, it could be, it could be, we, it could be we slide down that, that ladder instead of up that ladder on that end of it. And pendings are kind of kicking in and we're starting looking at it. We just looked at Mill Creek, Mill Creek, a bunch of Triple digits went off the market. We, you know, if if you 
something goes on to uh, Mill Creek now, right location, price, features, and conditions, it's not going to be triple digits before it sells on it. It'll be quite the opposite. I think you're going to start seeing across the board low days on market, low inventory, and it's just going to be a slug fest for the buyer side for a long time. Key, uh, Key Smith, Gary Palmer says, you guys are too nice. Love the show. Love the show. One good-looking dude, too. Wow, giving Gary Palmer some props today. I like it, GP. You're getting a little love on the show today. He's a good-looking dude. There we go, <laughs> Gary Palmer. I, 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 uh, the truth is the truth. Respect? I wore Respect? a tie just for him. <laughs> is that a new tie, Keith Smith? That, that is not a new tie, but should I tell everybody why I'm wearing a tie today? Um, well, your boy Ned Galloway is watching. We love you, Ned. Hey, Ned. Do you have any announcements you want to make, Ned? We got a seat for you, Ned. We love you, Ned Galloway. Why'd you wear the tie today? Logan Wells, Claylo, watching because the program. Because if I move too. it sideways, you might see a coffee stain underneath the tie. It looks good. That's a nice tie. Yeah, I like it. I, I don't wear. A I like tie. that tie. I don't wear a tie very often. Where'd you buy that tie? Um, Was it a gift? No, no. Uh, hold on a second. I don't want anybody to see my... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got that at uh, Brooks Brothers. Oh, Brooks Brothers is great. Yeah, yeah. JT, Jamie Turner, welcome to the program. The uh, mayor of Gordonsville, repping the pep and call pepper. Jamie Turner, welcome to the show. Hey, Ned, I'm looking forward to us uh, sitting behind a podium on Wednesday and chatting about what we're passionate about. Uh, Ned Galloway, you do a hell of a job. Love, love some Ned Galloway. And, and we are... We are uh, Ned doesn't know this yet. I'm, I might have a conversation with him later, but I'm working on these Friday roundtables, political roundtables, so we can, again, to quote Ned, you know, if you really want to know what's going on in your local jurisdiction, budget, we, watch your budget season. So we're going to talk budget season and, you know, what's going on in the budget with all the jurisdictions. So I'm making phone calls right now to kind of stagger that and put it and put it together. I love it. I love it. Keith Smith's bringing the ammunition today. You're about to say something poignant. I can tell. No, I just, you know, I'm. I, you know, as I, as we started the show here, you know, uh, what, what was it? Uh, the mouse ate my internet. So I really didn't get a chance to take a great dive. It did, uh, wrote it, I wrote it down. The mouse, the mouse, the mouse ate, legitimately ate, ate my internet. internet at his house over the weekend. That literally happened to our friend. A, was it A or D? A mouse. No. The a mouse ma- ate my internet because the, the dog ate my homework. Okay. The... Because there, there's only one dog in a family. Well, I guess there could be more than one dog. But you don't say, ah, uh, that would be a random dog. It would be the specific to the family dog. Now, the question is, is a mouse specific to Keith and Yoda, or is it an intruder of the home? The relationship <laughs> with the mouse is very different than the relationship to Forrest, the dog. And that would... So maybe in this scenario you would say... A mouse ate my internet. So are we talking about like English and proper English? I mean, we're just trying. Judah's once. Well, I'm going to let you guys have that conversation because I'm not equipped. I I, I would say in this circumstance, it could be a mouse ate my internet. What do you think about that, Judah? But since we don't know. So it's going to be a mouse ate my internet. The Uh, the, concerning thing is there's likely more than one mouse. The mouse... There usually are, right. I just want to let you know, Judah, that mouse did not introduce itself to me. <laughs> so I do not know which specific mouse this is. <laughs> so then it would be a mouse ate. Am I doing this right? I think it's uh, a mouse ate my internet. A mouse ate my internet. Because the dog ate my homework would be specific you know, you to know, the family you know, dog. I know what you need to do. Tag Yvonne Smith, the teacher. I think she's watching. Yeah, tag her. She will correct 
are English. A mouse. Well, it's a. not Avon Smith anymore. Weidel. Sorry. Yeah, let's make sure we get her moniker correct over there. That's right. That's right. She's out of the Smith nest. She's out of the. And she's made her own nest. She made her own nest. We and still, she's got a beautiful daughter. She has a gorgeous daughter. You want to give your granddaughter some props? Uh, you know, I. I One do. of your. You have three grandkids. Uh, both my. Both my daughters. I give props. Props on on, on a daily basis. Uh, yeah, honey, I love you. You know that. Looking forward to talking to you at one o'clock. One o'clock today. We're zooming today. At 1 what are you guys chatting about? The house? Yeah, you know, a little bus- Richmond house. Th- this is business stuff. FaceTime is personal. Zoom is for business. <laughs> Ned Galloway is cracking jokes. He can't wait to speak before the board of supervisors. He goes, <laughs> "We will use the word frenetic in our <laughs> and he spelled it the way I spelled it without the second e. I want to know, did I say it right? Phonet- is it frenetic oh, or phonetic? God, no, phonetic. Zinging us. He's zinging us through car lots. He says, Well, frantic. first of all, shout we out. Will, we will use the word frantic. So, so for, time out. Let's do, get serious for a second. You need a car? Go see Ned God, at car lots. Ned cracks me up. Period. End of, end of story. Ned that cracks being, me up. That being said, Ned, go out and sell damn cars. Stop busting No, he's doing a great job. He just cracks me a mouse ate my internet. I'm sending a back ha ha. But I don't know. It just sounds better. The mouse ate my internet. Yeah, that just made me laugh. The mouse ate my internet. I get, anyway. I get the belly laughs on this show often. Yeah, well, thank you. It's good. I don't know. Is that a compliment? It is a compliment. Thank it's, you. It means we're having fun. We're always having fun. You know, we rolled. We rolled on. <laughs> we rolled on to today. Going. What are we going to talk about? You're not supposed to say that. Am I not? Yeah, you know what? It's your show. You say whatever you want. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Well, let me rephrase that. When we do not have a specific plan well, for the, mouth. the show, we tend to go sideways and have a lot of fun. We do. Right? We do. And, that's, and, and that's what we start. respond. And that's what we said in the early. That's what I said earlier. And, and a couple of people over the weekend, because we didn't, uh, a mouse ate my internet. Uh, we went out to watch a ball game somewhere. And, and Where'd some, you guys go? Um, a local, right, right around by our place, is okay. a, a um, Blue Fifty Three. It's like a sports. Is that the new Dogwood? No. So okay. that is it's been around for a while. You, for those who are out out there, it used to be the Lakeside Grill. Okay. So that's across from Food Lion. It's got a bunch of TVs. It's kind of a beer and burger, watch football kind of place. Love those spots. Yeah. So a uh, little shout-out to them. Great, fam- great local family that owns it. And uh, forgotten the name. It'll come back to me in a little while. It'll come to you soon. It'll come to me probably at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'll call you. <laughs> I, know, I have no doubt you will call me. <laughs> so where do we go from here? Uh, well, I'm going to go to my office. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about the market. Oh, you know. The market. I, I, you know, to, to a certain we have fun we do this we do some great stuff where we go from here is sometimes you just gotta step into the market if you're ready to be in the market you need to step into it if you're ready to sell you just need to get in there's the best time to buy is always now the best time to sell is always always now what two guys three guys and a microphone and a bunch of cameras can do about the inventory is other than what we're doing, right? Talking about it and helping people through the through the process. Or, I mean, uh, Carol, I just absolutely what we just did live. I love doing these these um, case studies, for lack of a better term. Oh, that's a good one. On, on the on the end of it, 
but the three of us don't control the invent what's going to happen to the inventory. There's things that are way out of our ability to control. That being said, you know, show up on the first. Watch Keith and Ned do um, do their version of Batman and Robin, or what I call Bert and Ernie. Is that live streamed? Uh, yeah, I believe it is. All, all the board meetings are always live streamed. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, sure. Um, they got to do a better. You know, I don't know. I'm not throwing shade on anybody. I think one thing that could happen would be a little bit more uh, for Keith. It's called Blue Fifty Three. That's from That's Ann it. Clark Ramey. Thank you, Ann. Blue Fifty Three. Ann Clark Ramey. Blue Fifty Three. Um, thank you, Ann. Uh, a little local. A little local. Lake Monticello, Fulvana News, um, they're renovating the ABC store. So if you need a bottle of something out in Fulvana County, you can't get it in Fulvana County. It's, they're renovating it. How long is it closed for? Uh, March, I think they said on the sign, if I remember it correctly. Hmm. Mrs. Smith wanted a Negroni over the weekend. We were out of Campari, so I went over there to pick it up, and uh, it was, uh, they're in the middle of renovating it. How's Mrs. Smith doing? I just sent her a text and copied you on it. Oh. Did you see that? No, I, I, I'm supposed to pay attention to okay, you. Okay, sorry. Do you, you have the messages turned off over there? Um, I don't know if I did or didn't. Do you see a text from your good buddy Jerry over there? Uh, no, I have not seen the text yet. Huh. I'm sure it'll come in. Yeah. Oh. Did it, did it, did you, was it instructions on how to do this better on the show? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It was a check to follow up on something after the show. Oh, it was a heads up to follow yeah, up. Yeah, I got it. I, I, uh, I silence, when I come on here, I silence my Ooh. phone because if not, it rings in my hearing aids. Oh. And, and, you know, since we're, we're an open book here, since my ADD is pretty bad, any little thing that can throw it into chaos, I try to tune, tune off. Neil Williamson shares a meme of a mouse brushing his teeth on one of the 15 Facebook pages this show is airing upon. If anybody could find a meme that's specific, to, specific to a mouse eat... Well, he, he writes for a living. What is the proper terminology for that? Is it the mouse no, eat? No, we, we, we're confident. We we're got confident with A. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, yeah. good. Because it's not a specific mouse. And you're, you don't really know the mouse. And the mouse isn't a family pet. So we'll go with A. It could be. The, you have a family pet that eats your internet? No. I've got a family pet that's supposed to eat the thing that eats my internet. Did you catch the mouse? No. So it's still out there. How do we prevent this from happening again? Yeah. <laughs> you sent- I'm sure you have a plan for that. This, I have, I have said, no doubt that you have a plan. Uh, look, look, I'm going to literally get myself into trouble, Here as I usually do. You do. You do. Uh, that's, why, just, we, that's why we like you. It sounds like Mrs. Smith's. What do you mean? Okay, how are you going to fix this? Me. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you fix stuff. You're good at that. I, I get that. You're really good at that. I get that. You fixed the door in the studio. I get that. Might, might have taken a little while, but you were doing it pro bono, so I wasn't complaining. And you made it great. It, it's, uh, it works. It's flawless. It works perfectly well. And you've promised me that it's going to stay in this shape for, the, for perpetuity. I did not no, do that. No, you didn't do that. <laughs> I didn't, didn't do that. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, taillight guarantee. Once my tail, you can't see my taillights, guarantee's over. Uh, Is that how it works? No, have you never heard that before? No, I have not. Oh, That's yeah. great. It's a taillight guarantee. Once you can't see my taillights anymore, guarantee's over. That's hilarious. So, so yeah, that's a trade thing. Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I don't have an answer to it. 
I'm ruminating on a potential fix. You're ruminating. Whoa. I don't look phonetic, frenetic, and ruminating. <laughs> I'm ruminating. I'm thinking. You're what? I'm thinking. What is that? Thinking. Thinking. Is he going to the port? Have no, you ever heard that no, before? No, no, no. Tinkin? Is he going to the bathroom? Yeah. So what's, somebody... Ex- what's Tinkin? Do you, you ever heard that before, Judah? So... No, serious. <laughs> so, so folks from That's a Brooklyn, key. Long Island, they don't say oil. They say Earl. They say what? Earl. Earl? Yeah. For they, oil. Yeah, they swallow. Earl. They swallow the first half of the word and only kind of focus on the last. Earl. 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 Give me some Earl. But in any event, got to figure it out. Got to figure out how he got in the box. I'm not getting the box, and and I got to do conduit. It's a thing. I gotta, I've got to square root it Kevin, on how it's going to do. Kevin Yancey, the mayor of Waynesboro, just asked if you were having a stroke on. The show. Thank you. Who, who was that? Oh, Kevin Yancey. Hey, thank you, Kevin. I appreciate that. That's hilarious. It's just a small stroke. What floats? Small pebbles. Oh, Anybody know what movie that's from? What? It's going to be part of what we're going to release. Tomorrow or Wednesday on my national award, Monte Python and the Holy Grail. Ah. Right when the, when she when they're doing the witch scene, what floats? Small pebbles. <laughs> Sorry, that's part of the stroke process, Kevin. <laughs> what floats, Keith? Small pebbles. Small pebbles. Small pebbles. Oh, Turn me into a newt. I got better. Oh, you, you were guys right. never seen that? Have you I, seen Monty Python? I've, said, I've seen Monty Python. I oh, just God. don't remember that specific oh, if, scene. Do you? If you can't recite all the lines in it, then you then you're not a true fan. You are not a true fan. You're not a true fan. Um, so there's a story behind that. You want to tell us the story? Sofia Bulgaria, 1984. Okay, the man is a born storyteller. I'm a Boring storyteller? Born oh. storyteller. You're a fantastic storyteller. Uh, well, this happens. You have storytelling talent. No, I'm just, these are just things that happen to me, and I just talk about them. I know. That makes for good stories. So, uh, Sophia Bulgaria, 1987, behind the Iron Curtain. Remember these things called VCRs? Oh, yeah. So, the Marines, what we would do is we'd have our own little house. In our house, we may or may not have had a bar. We always have a bar in the Marine house. We had the only VCR in the whole East Block in 1984. Wow. That's a Somebody big deal. smuggled it into the country. A Marine smuggled it into the country. We only had two tapes. These were these VCR tapes you would actually put in. Remember those days? Uh-huh. It was the, it was the movie Arthur. Does anybody remember the movie Arthur with Dudley Moore where he plays the uh, Playboy drunk on that? And Mighty Python and the Holy Grail. So, so you guys watched them over and over again? Of course. And being Marines, right, and my fellow Marines are watching this, will totally get this. So there was nothing else to do when you weren't on duty because uh, you couldn't go to a bar. You couldn't do anything. Just think North Korea. That's what this was. There was no place to go to go ahead and do this. We would watch Arthur, and every time Arthur took a drink, you had to take a shot of whiskey, Ooh. bourbon, whatever it was. So by the time Arthur was over, everybody feeling good. Everybody was a little bit, of, as we would say, a few sheets to the wind. And then we would put in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and we would actually recite it word after word after word. After, we would actually, guys would pick roles, and that's what bored Marines do. That sounds like fun, though. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you got to pass the time somehow. But the fact is, we had the only actual VCR in the East Block in the former East Block 
Uh, and it was fun to do that, particularly when ambassadors sitting next to you, because <laughs> they would they got nothing to do either. They'd show up, you know. You'd have the British ambassador a few sheets to the wind. Isn't it amazing how much time has technology has improved? I mean, programming the VCR to set to record something. And at the time when you're using the VCR to set to record something, you're like, this is amazing. We can record this and watch it later. So, now you just live stream it on demand whenever you want. So, I guess except for sports. So we've become dependent upon it. When, the, when a mouse, or the mouse, because I think it was one, but a mouse ate my internet this weekend, we, had, we were dead in the water. That's what I'm saying. My Wi-Fi, my, my um, thermostats didn't work. Everything in my house that has now been connected. A smart house. It's a smart house. Yeah. has all been connected to the internet. We're, was dead in the water. And the only way we got to watch the football game was, A, go to a bar. Which you did. Well, that was the, that was the first game. The second game, we went home and broke out the old rabbit ears that hats off to my, kudos to my wife. Yona, we love you. Because, you know, if Keith doesn't touch it in a month or two, if I don't use something, it goes in the, I just get rid of everything. Right? I'm, I, I just, I just get rid of stuff. Yona, on the other hand, does not. Thank God she would have got rid she, of me. Haven't you said on the show that Yona is kind of a hoarder? I think you said oh, that. Oh, no, that, that's, that brings up mental... I think you said that on the show, didn't you? She likes to keep stuff. Okay, now you're choosing your words very carefully. And Clark Ramey goes, the Knights of Knee. There you go. <laughs> See? Now there is somebody who has class. And Clark Ramey. I've given you some props right now. This is for Ann Clark Ramey. The likes that say Neek. Neek. Right? Or it's just a, <laughs> that a was classic, beautiful. absolutely classic, classic, uh, classic movie. It is a good movie. But, but you'll, um, this is all will make sense on Wednesday because I can't talk about it until You've been the 30, 31st. But uh, the, the award, the, the section of the national award I got was uh, under the Crusader banner. So therefore, the reference of Monty That's Python. That's why you <laughs> sent that text to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now yeah. it's making sense, right? Now, so nights in a round table, it was during the Crusades. So okay. I, it's At a, the time, who did you send that to? Was it me and Neil? Yes. And we were like, what the hell is this? Yeah, that's why. Because it's, it's... Now you get it, Neil. Yeah, yeah. It's, I did not get it. It was... It's a national award, but we'll, we'll talk about it more on Wednesday. But um, it's in the Crusader column for a national thing. I got it. So Kevin Hansen setting you a mouse emoji as well with thank a you. mouse eating a keyboard. I love the mice <laughs> emojis. Or the memes, excuse me. So Wednesday is... Um, Scott's going to come in. Scotty Mo. Don't think he has any guests. We're going to have a lot of fun talk about about nights on on, on banging coconuts and Mike the Python and and my uh, national award maybe a little bit on Wednesday and Friday. I'm trying to put a Nelson County round table together. But we're just a little Jesse Rob. I'm trying to get everybody together, but I'm trying to Jesse. get the band together. But um, you know, people are busy. You know, that's. Reaching out to, which is really a great thing, you know, reaching out to real estate agents that come on, they're just too busy. So that's a great indication that the market is moving in the market's right Market's coming. Keith Smith, Judah Wickhauer, Real Talk with Keith Smith. Guys, find him online at realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. Keith Smith hmm. is a realtor. He's a realtor. If you need help buying and selling, call Keith Smith, Yona Smith, and yes, Realty Partners. 
Arilt. I do do this for a living. I know. You do do this for a living. That's what I'm saying. Not, o- not only, not only fact, do we it. change your name on screen to emphasize this. Oh, did you really? Co-owner and realtor. <laughs> yes, realty partner. I, I actually... You do this for a living. Yeah, actually, I, not only do I play one on TV... He actually does I do actually, this for a living. I actually right. do this for a living. We, 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 we change the nameplate on screen yeah. to include yeah. that in there. Yeah, yeah. We actually do this for a living. And I may be a knight too. I might be a, I might be a, a Mighty Python character. You did a hell of a job today, my friend. Yeah, uh, you know what? Mighty Python is one of my favorite favorite uh, troops to watch. I love it. I love it. Keith and Judah. It's a. Le- it's, my I God. see that. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I'm very well aware. Sorry about that. No problem at all, my friend. Keith Smith, Judah Wickhauer, Jerry Miller. Real talk with Keith Smith, presented by Yes Realty Partners, a company co-owned by Keith and Yona Smith. Reach out to them to help you get to the finish line whether you're buying or selling a house. The I Love Seville show is up in approximately 45 minutes, which means we're going to scramble between now and then. Thank you kindly for And maybe for we should work on a meme. Yes, he actually does this for a living. <laughs> we do this for a living. We do this for a living. Thank you kindly for joining us. We will see you in 45 minutes on the I Love Seville show. So long. Thank you, gentlemen. Good job. That was fun. Yeah, I've always, I always have fun with Didn't you. did it fly by? I, I, it's the first time I looked at it. I didn't realize. I'm sorry. I, yeah. We're 11...